Hey, Murph, I mm. think we'll do tacos tonight. Easy to convince the kids since it's Taco National Taco Day. It's, it's National Taco Day. That should have so, been yesterday, right? Jody, are yeah. we doing the Buster-style tacos, which is a, a friend of ours who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Used his to, name was Buster. He his version of tacos were not like crisp tortilla or crisp uh, corn shells or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was flour tortillas and you know grilled, buttered well them. on either side, mm. crisp them right exactly with you know the cheese and meat and everything on yes. the inside. Yes, last time really I made good. them, I didn't do that. I took a shortcut, and they weren't as good. So I'll stand you know at the did? stove for 40 minutes. She, yes. I, I don't want you to have to do that. They Jody, can help. It was, I think it was a pretty smart idea. Jody just went the bake route and she folded them all up, put them in a baking dish. Put and butter then, on them. And, and then put them in mm-hmm. the oven, but it didn't crisp up. They just kind of. You know what you need to try in baking them? Yes, Sam. You're okay. You got your baking rack. You mm-hmm. know how the baking rack has the little mm-hmm. metal slots? You take a tortilla. Yeah, uh, flour tortilla, and you get it with you know juiced up with your butter or whatever. You fold it over two of the racks. Oh yeah, so, and then when you take crisp it out, it that way it crisps it. When you take it out, it's sitting up for you. Yeah, no, it stays that way. Yeah, it stays that way. If you crisp oh, it that way, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of okay. like those crunchy tacos that will sit on your counter. Yes, but you Handy make your own. Sam. Yeah, with the flour. Handy dandy. <laughs> We'll and see. that's what you learned today on National Taco Day. <laughs> Thank you. I do think it's odd, though, that it's October the 4th every year. Instead of the, instead of the first Tuesday, because everybody knows Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, yeah. Well, and then it gives you another day you can celebrate the taco. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Favorite kind of taco? Go around the table. What's yours? <sighs> like, literally, if you could have one in your hand right Steak now. Steak. Yeah, baby. With sour cream, cheese, uh, maybe some tomato, not really lettuce on it. Yeah. That sounds mm. good, Sam. I have two. As you know, I know I can't ever pick one of anything. Number Rule one. breaker. I, I, look, I love just the traditional corn shell taco mm-hmm. loaded up. My favorite of all time, for whatever reason, was the old school Taco Supreme from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Which they was don't that still sort of, sell that? It was that puffy, crispy shell. They might still. Mm-hmm. But it was that puffy kind of shell that had the meat and the tomato and the lettuce yeah. and the sour cream. and the, Well, I'm going to be yeah. free free here, but I do really love fish tacos with oh, like some kind of yeah, crazy yeah, good yeah. slaw and something spicy to... Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just... I order them a They're lot. They're refreshing. They're refreshing, exactly. Well, there you go. That's there taco you. day. And I'll make buster tacos tonight right, at the house, okay? All right. Coming up, you know, Sam Jody's friend came over to help me get myself organized. There are four things. The organization yeah. professional? There are four, she is. Yeah. Four things I have to tend to before she even takes the next move with okay. me. That's a lot of work. It is. All right, coming up next in your first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning, one of our favorite characters from Goodfellas, the actor, has passed away. Oh. And I'm sorry to tell you this, Murph, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. It's fascinating that he was even in the movie. I'll tell you about it next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Murphy Chuck Lowe died, and he was one of our favorites from the movie Goodfellas. So I don't recognize the actor. No, you name. don't, but you recognize him as Maury from Goodfellas. Don't buy wigs that come off at the wrong time. Maury's wigs don't come off! Oh. Into the swimming pool. Remember, <laughs> Maury's wigs are tested against hurricane winds. I love that they actually filmed the commercial that would have been correct for that time and it is in the movie and it's mm-hmm. a famous commercial. You type the word Maury and that comes up. It's so funny to Sam, me. Sam, have you ever seen Goodfellas? Yeah, I have. Which one was Maury? Okay, Maury's the guy that had the wig store, but he also was the one that wanted his money that he was owed. Constantly he, wanted his he money. He pushed a little too hard, yeah. and then... He was a breaker, if you will. Yeah. He was always breaking them. 
down. Uh, Jody's censoring herself. <laughs> okay, yeah. listen. I want to tell you a little bit about this man. His name was Chuck Lowe. He was 89 years old. Apparently, oh, he passed he really? away last month at a nursing home in New Jersey. He was a part of the U.S. Army Reserve for more than 30 years. U.S. National Guard from 57 to 65. And in the 70s, this is how he got to be in Goodfellas. In the 70s, he became friends with De Niro, Robert De Niro, in New York City because he started, once he was done with the military... And he got involved in real estate. He was a real estate developer. And De Niro, at one point, was one of his tenants. Huh. And De Niro really? just liked him. They became friends. And De Niro got him little bit parts in movies here and there. Like, he's in a diner and the King of Comedy and things like that. And it's like, wait. He told, and De Niro told, told Scorsese, you got to cast this guy if you're looking for somebody. And, and he loved him as Maury. And that's how he became, he came to be in Goodfellas. Hmm. I had no idea. So yeah, he really a real estate wasn't, developer. He wasn't a traditional actor at all. No, you just friends with Robert De Niro. And it's, he's such a big part of that movie. I know. I That's love, cool. love yeah. Maury. I'm sorry to hear he passed. It you, sounds like he lived a good long life, though. Yeah, a lot of fun. You think in the nursing home he was still being the enforcer? Oh, he wasn't the enforcer. Oh. He had he was enforced upon, if ah. you remember the movie. Yeah. Um, he's probably okay as long as he wasn't walking around asking everybody for the where's money. Where's my money? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do want to tell you this. Um, some good news from Steven Tyler. You told us about this last week in music news that there was some worry about his health. Undisclosed he, illness. They had to cancel the tour right away to take care of it. He says he breaks his heart that he had to leave the tour early, but I certainly did not have a heart attack. He says, don't believe what you heard. They had to leave Tel Aviv or whatever to come back to do something that only his doctor in America could do. Uh-huh. He's not being specific. He's like, dude, I didn't have a heart attack. And he mm. just wants the world to know that. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So, you know, Jody's friend is coming to help me get organized. They really, I'm having to clean out this office cluttered mm-hmm. place. Man cave. But there are four things I have to do before she will even help me with the next step. Ooh, homework. So my friend um, who has an organizing business, she is really, she will come into somebody's home and go, okay, let's do this room by room. And she's good. And she's busy. Has everybody ever been to her business to see how organized it is? Oh, I don't know, but well, she's it's, together. It's when I was in the conversation with her, she says that he, she struggles like anybody else. Uh-huh. It's easier to see other people's stuff than it is to see your own. Boom. Uh-huh. You know how she got her start doing this, by the way, which I thought was really fascinating? Most of her clientele are actually elderly. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're downsizing. downsizing. Some are moving into assisted living facilities or whatever. And so they're having to decide how to downsize from 2,500 square feet down to twelve yeah. or 1,500 square feet yeah. and a lifetime's worth of stuff. Oh my so, gosh, that's tough work. So my she's pro- great. Apparently working with me is a little less complex than that. But I started- <laughs> <laughs> well, she's just started. <laughs> and she's booked and busy all the time with that, just so yeah, you know. She's great. Wow. Her name is MC. Yeah, she and is. She, um, and by the way, Murphy's room, it's a big area. It's his man cave office studio. But Murphy, you need to just, as we tell this story... You are you keep you keep most things. You keep everything. You have yeah. you've collected well, a lot of stuff over the years. She complimented me though because what I don't do is like paper. I don't keep a lot right. of paper stuff. He bills. Uh-huh. I'm I'm an online kind of guy. I can't stand tons of right. files and that kind of stuff. I have just the key paperwork and that's it. But what I am guilty of is keeping the sentimental things. You know. Yeah pictures and stuff i even taylor the other day was like daddy you have a letterman jacket that's right i do taylor <laughs> right. i don't sport? know if it fits but yeah also it a wasn't of, a sport it was media arts is oh. it like electronic right. stuff too there's a lot um, of cords well, and and that's the tricky cameras thing and this is the problem with technology changing is you have something and it's cool and it's functional for a while and then it becomes out, out of date 
really fast i think these mm-hmm. days and so what i need to do yeah and so here's the here's the task there are four things that she's told me <laughs> that i need to do can uh-huh. you guess what those four things are sam <coughs> i have to focus on one closet i have to set a timer and there are four things i have to do set a timer. i would say the first one would probably be def- throw out the stuff you definitely don't need anymore right trash is one thing yeah okay, okay. so i'm categorizing is what i'm doing so trash is one of them what do you think the other three are hmm. well, just, well, the yeah. other one's op- obvious because it's the opposite Oh. Something you're keeping. Correct. Exactly. Oh, okay, so trash stuff. And so and keeping keep. and trash, what are the other two things? Hmm. The I haven't Dave, used this in six months pile. David, David knows. David wants to know. Things you can donate. Yes, David. <laughs> Your sweet and spirit then, over there. And then yes. the last, which you know Jody's excited about, sell in the garage sell. Yeah. Okay, so let me get the four again. Trash keep donate sell correct okay can't spell anything and and i have to do that on a timer but i'm already running into a massive problem here before i've even got started Uh that's next so my friend came over and spent some time with murphy on the other day helping you figure out how to organize declutter your man cave office first meeting i decided i needed an outside set of eyes here And, and jody actually was the one that said you know my friend does this i'm like okay great I have stressed for years over the things to keep, organize, or whatever, same space. And when you start seeing... You have a lot of stuff you've kept. Right, do it yourself. Mm -hmm. It really is time for an extra set of eyes. And I couldn't do it because... Then you, if if I made you get rid of something you didn't like, then resentment. Blah, blah, blah. The ground rules again. The first thing there are two closets. Before we get into any of the other parts of the room, there are two closets that have to be tackled mm-hmm. with the four things that I mentioned. I either keep it or or, or I, I trash it, keep or I trash. sell it or I donate it. Right. Gotcha. So you notice one of the four, only one of the four has anything to do with it staying in the same place. That's right. <laughs> Smart and clean the closet so then yeah. we can then then clean right. the room and have. R- room in the closet yep. to move stuff into and so they're not like giant revelations here but sometimes you need a little coach to push you through it you know what she said this is so crazy obvious you know what the stumbling block is for most people when they tackle a closet or a room and the reason that you set a timer is huh. she saying to set a timer is because you get hung up on sentimental things you find something oh. that you haven't seen in years mm. and you start to go oh you lose yourself down the rabbit I hole i just seen yes. a picture of so and so to the of right. This. right and i remember this and oh my god and and, and so you get lost reminiscing in this a photo book oh, or so a box right. of stuff and you know and then there are things that I guess they don't belong in right places. I mean, because when she, one thing that she discovered yesterday as she was going through my desk drawers is she found Pumpy. I don't know if you oh, remember yeah, who Pumpy is. Pumpy is a teddy bear stuffed thing. Yes, he's a teddy bear. Came, Sam's looking at me like I'm crazy. He came with Murphy's first insulin pump. Right. Oh, and okay. so he's the stuffed version with eyes of my insulin pump. It's really gotcha. meant for kids. It's for children, but. But I've always loved that thing. Mm-hmm. And so I've kept him. And even the girls think Pumpy is as cute as can be. So she pulls it out and she's like, okay, what's this? You know, it's sitting next to, you know, well, wait, <laughs> pieces of electronics and other things keeping him he goes in the oh, keep yeah. pile he's well he's Good. gonna be in the keep pile but he's in the wrong place he shouldn't be in the desk drawer where <laughs> bills get paid i guess right so yes pumpy should be maybe sleeping with us i don't know but anyway okay <laughs> but, so, i mean I, and i'll post a picture of pumpy so you can see who pumpy mm, is but sweet. she warned me she, and she said look she said you know this is going to get personal just so that you know you know as i go through things it, it's mm, just it's it might just hurt. part of it but we're going to help you you know mm-hmm. put things in the right place remember but, then you're going to have this beautiful workspace that's 
more that's clear. Yeah, yeah. That you can fill up with some more stuff. <laughs> so we'll set the timer. Now I know that I get to keep pumpy. Life is good, yeah. and we'll go from there. Can't wait for that. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, David? Yeah, we have a message coming all the way from Belize in Central America. Belize. Wow. Awesome. We love to hear from you, so jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can give us a call there, text there, or get us on Instagram or Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, we've received a message from outside the country. All yeah, right. Another one. International. Uh-huh. Mm. Amber says, even out of the country, I get to wake up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sweet. Listening to you guys from Belize this morning. Mm. Oh, nice. Wow, your view is better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that though. I always we don't know. Not with your wife sitting I, I here. I get to look at my beautiful wife, Jody, every morning. What? So I didn't take it that way. I don't huh. even care. Thank you, Amber. We love hearing from you. Wow, like that. jealous man, Belize. I wonder if we could come do the show from there sometime. Because my friend Rachel has been many times. I don't know. It was something to do with her work. Like an archaeological dig or something. I'll have to ask her. We could put that spin on it. Yeah. yeah there's crocodiles there. I know Ooh. that. <laughs> Careful. Okay. All right. Well, Jody, you also posted a picture on our Facebook page of some of your artwork that your youngest daughter, Phoebe, made of some of your, your dogs. Well, no, not my dogs. Okay. Phoebe is very artsy. What's so funny about this is I end up enjoying this so much. And she's just a natural artist. And she also, she loves bully breed dogs like we do we love boxers and pits and she has a special affinity for pits pit bulls and she draws them well and so she did this picture and she sent it to me the other day and i was like she's like i just finished this in art class and it's these two pit bulls facing one another and there it's beautiful and i posted it and then later that night last night she told me Murph, did you know that she titled this picture? No. It's one facing the other one. One of them's mm-hmm. being petted and loved and walked, mm-hmm. and the other one's being pulled back and looks sort of aggressive. And the picture title is called Nature or Nurture. Whoa. And she's trying <laughs> to tell a story with the picture about it's the way you treat the dog that will determine the dog's temperament. Wow. Nature versus nurture. Man, that is and I'm deep. I'm like, I'm sorry, I need to sit down a second, baby. <laughs> right. that's, yeah, that's, that's the picture. Well, awesome. Cr- Christina commented on that picture and said, can you make copies of this painting? Mm. Do you realize how many people would buy a print of this? Ooh. Even framed and hung in a veterinarian's wall would be awesome. Yeah, you know, I've mentioned that kind of stuff to her. I'm like, Phoebe, you know, you could do pictures of people's pets for them. And she's like, she's not interested in that yet. You know, she's not trying to make a buck. Man, <laughs> but, I didn't get her an Etsy account. And I know, cha-ching. but this is her love, so her hobby. I'm so just I don't moved wanna, by the title of it. She I told know. a story. I love Nature that. Nature or nurture. You can check out the picture still. And thank you for that. Thank you for that comment. We love hearing from you. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. A big screen biopic coming of Hugh Hefner. Mm. And the actor who's going to play him has already signed on. Tell you who he is next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know the actor Jared Leto, who can do... Academy Award winner. That's right, for Dallas Buyers Club. He can do anything, acting, music, stage work. He's crazy talented. I guess one of the things I know him best for is that Suicide Squad Joker. Uh, He's going to be in the uh, new Blade Runner movie, too. Right. He's got his pick. Everybody wants to work with him. Well, he's already signed on. And maybe they were in talks about this before Hef died, Hugh Hefner. Mm -hmm. But Jared Leto has signed on to star as Hugh Hefner in an untitled biopic. Although I've seen the title float around Kingpin. I don't know. But 
Um, he's going to play Hugh Hefner. Now, I can see the puzzled look on your face. He can do it. No, I'm just he trying can do to do anything. Yeah, I know. He probably can with the right makeup and the right motivation. Well, uh, no, no, that's just, something that he'll do. Mm-hmm. He'll get into character and then everything else will fall into place. Yeah. But he can do it. And we knew this would be coming. Yeah. We knew this man's story was going to be told. And now we know Jared Leto will play Hugh Hefner. I just hope they tell the full story. And I don't mean the nasty stuff. Of, I mean, like, just the full story of his life, not just brushing over stuff. Well, where would you want them to start? Childhood? Yeah, childhood. What you know, made he was him married be- right away. The person he was? Yeah, he was married. And then he said, you know, one day told the lady he was with the, his wife, you know, this is not for me. Yeah. And by the way, I'm starting a magazine. <laughs> that's what I read once. So we'll uh. see. I hope they do tell the full story. I've got some Selena Gomez news that's pretty positive. Can't keep my hands to myself. You know, she sort of went away from the attention of the media to take care of herself earlier this year. And now we learned recently that she'd had a kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently she documented all of it. The kidney transplant this year, uh, the decision to do that, going through it, all of it, asking her best friend to be that person. Right. Um, and she's going to let us all into that and see it probably early next year. They're putting it together. That's so interesting. she documented all of it and she said she wants to do it to bring attention to lupus, which is why she had okay. to do this in the first place. Okay. I can so, see, because a lot of the, you know, we get a lot of behind-the-scenes documentaries. This one just seems a little more in-depth. It's depth. different, but she wants yeah. to do it to bring attention to lupus. And um, it'll be, it'll probably be hugely successful because she has such a big and faithful fan base. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, which actress is the one who said no to the Sex and the City 3 movie, which was already in the works? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Come hang out with us after the show today. Uh, Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's free to subscribe, and that way you never miss a thing. And we've got a brand new episode for you every day. Just something extra to say thanks for listening. Yeah, we need your help. Can we, after the show, get your help, Murphy? Me? Yeah, um... I don't understand something. Sam doesn't understand it. Neither does producer David. So put your cape on and let's talk about clouds, Google Cloud, and Dropbox. Help us for goodness sake. No pressure there. Okay, so that's after the show. little office help today. Hey, we had some fun last (laughs) night. Unexpected family night. I love that during the middle of the week because usually that winds up falling on the weekend. And the girls, family movie night. The girls have been watching the movie Sing. Sam, have you seen Sing? <laughs> oh yeah, on Netflix. You know, I, I actually was surprised at how fun that movie was. I saw it in the theater with my kids. Yeah, it's uh, Matthew McConaughey voices. It's an animated movie. Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, and I want to uh, Scarlett Johansson yeah. too. Even Tori Kelly, um, Jennifer Hudson, a lot of big names. My theater's been going through some pretty rough times lately. So what do I do? Quit? No. My next show is going to be a, a talent singing show. competition. A singing competition. Yeah. So uh, cute as a koala bear, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Um, and what we liked about the movie is you had me at the music. You had me as soon as it started because it was a blending of new stuff that the kids love yeah. and older stuff that we liked. Yeah. I like the new stuff, too. It's almost like Taylor Swift got uh, you know props four or five times for the movie. Man, she sure so did. Um, it's a really cute little story. Yeah. Like I mean, I you're right, Sam. I didn't. I'm thinking here I am sitting now watching an animated movie. Yeah. You know that, me. That's how I went into it. But it was like oh, afterwards. It's good. And I think a part of it was because of the music. Yeah, I love the guy. Um, his name is Mike in the show, and he's the gorilla. Oh yes. I loved him, and he did some classic Elton John on the show in the movie. I don't 
kind of unexpected, full of music that everybody in the family can get down and get on, you know, on board with. That's like an interesting Elton John pick for the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when she finally gained up her courage at the end to, you know, to sing once and Nina. for all. And uh, actually, every song, that's Tori Kelly, right? It's Tori Kelly. You just, I mean, beautiful voice. But I had never heard the version of Stevie Wonder's. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about a thing that she did. Starting it off so slow mm-hmm. and sultry, it yeah. was really awesome. You like good music yeah. and you like a good family night movie. We just kind of wanted to recommend it. I, I had no idea. And don't forget the comic relief from the googly-eyed lizard. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I love her. She's probably my favorite character. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's, on, it's on Netflix now. It's called Sing. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I know this is going to shock everybody, but I now have another uh, nerdy insight into my childhood. Okay, Sam. It's coming up next. And Jody's friend has given me a big uh, assignment. Four things that I've got to do before she comes back and helps me declutter my life. Mm-hmm. That's her job. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so in case you missed any of that, it, it actually, it could probably help you out too. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast for anything that you missed this morning. My oldest son, Sammy, uh, recently had asked me just out of the blue if I could send him my signature. Okay, Sam. And I thought it was kind of Is he going to forge your signature on something? You know, <laughs> sad to say, but I'm that kidding. was one of the things that popped into my Seriously, head. Seriously. It's right. like, why would you be, you know, I can understand as a kid wanting to do it on a, on a report card or hmm. something. Not... Can't I do don't that anymore. That, but Dad, thanks for co-signing the mortgage. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, look at this new car. Why? Why would he want to? You know. So I finally I got on my phone and I did the little finger, which is not the same as using a pen. Yes. To me, it still comes out differently than signing. With oh, your like finger. when you're at the grocery store now. Right. Ugh, craziness. Uh, when I do like Adobe fill in sign or one of those DocuSign yeah. type things, it's the same thing. Trying to use a mouse and creating your signature. No, oh, that's even worse. It's just when I thought my real handwriting was bad. And he started to argue with me that that was not my signature because right. he says at some point I used to use a star. What? I used to use put a what? where the A is, you know, Sam. I I made a, the A into a star. Oh, oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Star. Yeah. Wait, he thought it was a star or did you really use a star, Sam? And I and I went back, I started digging out old paperwork from when he was a kid and went and looked back at some of my old autograph books because as a kid, and this is a little nerdy insight into Sam, I used to get autographs from uh sports figures yeah. sure. in autograph books. Why is that nerdy? Because I would also write my name in there because it, you know, you figured someday I'm going to need my autograph. Cuz oh. you know how when they do it they go and it's like a two seconds and they I whip it off. I don't know, but Well, okay. you know, me going, Sammy, T, okay, Nor. It's like, <laughs> I got to get, I got to pick up speed on this one. As you practice. So, yeah, so okay. I used to practice. And um, I went back and looked and I can find no star or star A. Then he thought it was a star. Yeah. And it was actually the way, because I know you, when you sign, it looks like it's all caps. You probably right. just. Yeah. Right. Since it's all caps and a capital A, I could see how that might be mistaken. You thought a you star. were a star. I know. And he's actually Cutesy. on a couple of cards that he sent me recently. I've gotten Sam, because he's Sammy as well, nice. with the star and the A. And then I got to point out to him, I never used <laughs> using this. I never used this Aww. earlier. Trust me on Something this sweet one. about a parent's yeah. handwriting and signature. Yeah. When you see it and you haven't seen it in a long time, yeah. it's special because it's one of a kind thing. Go, you haven't written me many notes over the years, Sam, but I'll have to go back and see if I can find one with a star for the Yeah, day. let me know if you get a star. Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. We've got Lisa holding on with her good thing today. Is yes, right? yes. She heard you talking about the ICU grandpa Jody, and she wants to share at the hospital she works at a similar program set up. Excellent. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news. 
Good news story coming from you today, and we love that. Hit us up with what's going on in your life that's positive anytime. 877-310-4675. Um, Lisa was listening the other day when we talked about the ICU grandpa who yeah, volunteers sweet, his time and has for years cuddling babies in hospitals. Yeah, he's 82 years old. Um, right? if, the, if the parents can't be there, he does that. So you have, you've got the same sort of thing going on where you work, Lisa? We have a cuddler program. Um, a, a cuddler, so wait, a cuddler po- program? Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> They're volunteers and they come in. We have um, several people that come in. Um, there's several ladies that do it. And then every Wednesday we have a couple that come in together and they do it. Oh, and That's so sweet. they have to be clean and not sick, I'm assuming. Right, yes. And there's a program up and they just call and they um, yeah. volunteer and they come in and we do a little bit of, you know, just training, walk them through and everything. Right. And so how long does one cuddler cuddle, cuddle a baby usually? <laughs> Well, it depends. Um, we have several that, you know, the families aren't able to visit or whatever, and the babies, you know, as they get, some of them get a little bit older and they need more attention than the nurses are able to provide. Sure. And so they'll come and they'll hold them and they'll rock them and they'll read to them and, and all of those things, and, and then they'll, you know, move on if another baby needs them. It's, I love it's really it. a big help, and the babies love it. Yeah, no kidding. The babies need it. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. What do you think about when you hear the words, you're going to spoil that baby by hug, holding it too much? <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I think they're going to be spoiled. It happens before they're even born. Yeah, I don't think you can hold a baby too much because it lets them feel secure. And a secure baby is a happier baby. Right. Yeah. You know, I know this is for for babies and infants and toddlers, but, you know, an adult cuddling program would be nice, too. Ooh, <laughs> Different hospital, I'm but not real you know, sure how that would work. <laughs> maybe that's a dating website you're oh, looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah. cuddles.com. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Elisa, thank you so much for that. The cuddle program, I love it. Oh, you're welcome. I need some good news, baby. Yeah, that's a good thing. Let us know what's going on in your world that's good and positive, like that. Especially love to hear from you. 877 310 4MSJ. And all the ladies who want to cuddle you, Sam, are now going to call <laughs> also. Right. So on my new website, cuddles.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. I have uh, stumbled across uh, Tom Petty's final performance from one week ago. Okay. I'll share a little bit of that with you. Sam's got music news. Earlier this week, uh, Tom Petty, awesome rocker, passed away due to a cardiac arrest or complications after the arrest. Um, and uh, he was just, and this blows me away. Number one, he was 66. Too young. Uh, very, so young. Very too young. And the fact that last week he was just on tour. In fact, he wrapped up the leg of his 40th anniversary tour last Monday, yeah. a week from his death. And uh, at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A. after a couple nights there. And I've come across a little performance of him and the Heartbreakers doing Learning to Fly. You know, that, hearing that reminds Nobody me... Nobody sounds like him, ever. It just reminds me how, how you never know. True. And, and like like Prince, you know, we had that performance of him oh, you gotta hurt me doing Purple Rain, and the next day he was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it was like, wow. Well, and you know what I had heard? You know, Tom Petty had uh, had his own channel on one of the satellite radio networks, mm-hmm. and uh, so they were paying tribute to him yesterday, and he had literally just retired. 
to spend more time with his grandchild. He said, "He said I've, I've been touring forever. I just want to slow down." Yeah, mm. and I know okay, it's always weird to hear those stories like that. But um, and I, that's that was the first time I saw the picture of I saw the picture of what you're talking about, Sam. This this the performance, music performance you just, yeah, yeah, that performance. And he looked fine. Yeah. He he let his he went David Letterman on the beard and the hair. Yeah. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah, he Kinda did. That's so him, though. Yeah, no yeah. indications whatsoever. Uh, moving on, Katy Perry is now waiting on the of all people, the Pope, to give her permission to move into a new house. How does that work? Well, wait, Remember, she where's was in, the house? It's the, the convent that she wanted to buy. That she's been right. in a legal fight oh. with these nuns for about two or three years. She finally earlier this year got the, the year earlier this year got the okay from uh, the courts that yeah you can buy it you have the right to it and so she they now need the word from the pope to uh, he's not going to stand in her way they just need the yes you can move into this house right, now procedure. that we found another spot for these nuns to yeah, go to I don't to. know if I'd take on nuns for a house I, don't I just know, I wouldn't it'd be a great opportunity for the pope to meet Katy Perry and I, vice versa you know a convent just doesn't seem like the place you want to move into like like moving into an old church who it's can like, know what a pop star well, wants no no because you don't know what is here still this what? is true. I you feel know, you. I ghosts feel you. and spirits oh, and all that kind of stuff. Good spirits, though. Uh, okay, Sam. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, guys, you ready to make family survival kits? This sounds like so up your alley. Costco is selling emergency survival kits. So what's in it? Yeah. Why is there so expensive? And if you had to make one, what would you put in it? Let's do that next. Costco selling survival kits that are ridiculously serious. Are so you ready for this? Are these like um, emergency? Are they first aid kits? Um, are they kind of like what we had as Cub Scouts? Just so I don't like, think so. You know, the these kind are of food emergency. That never goes bad. And yeah. the, they're selling one, the first three different packages. The first one's a thousand dollars. The second one's four thousand. The, the third one's six thousand dollars. Wow. Okay, for the one thousand dollars, that's one, with your employee discount. You get, <laughs> You get a one-year supply of food. It contains like 6,200 servings of food. And it's supposed to last you for... 6,200 servings of food. How big is this It's supposed to last you like 20-something years. I don't know how big it is, but Mm. apparently this is a thing. The food... And it's mostly food. Cans of rice, granola, wheat, canned fruits, canned vegetables, potatoes, beef, chicken, milk, sugar, salt... Any Vienna sausage in there? I don't know about. I knew you were going to say that. Potted roast you beef and potentially. My grandpa, Those just seem like staples. Deviled my papa ham. used mm. to eat Vienna sausages on crackers. Oh yeah, you don't do that. Negatory, no. So, but a lot of these maybe are MRE style, or kind of like when you would take so. on a hike, for example. Right. You add some water, you shake the bag, and then you have you know beef stroganoff yeah. or you know, uh, chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Okay. Sounds so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually saw one one time. It was lasagna. I'm hey, like, wow, what? man! You, you pour in the water, you shake the bag, and heat it. And next thing you know, you got a no, right, an MRE. I'm sure it's not like a good. Well, you know, it's all mixed together. But yeah, Yuck. yes. Okay, whatever. You have to just survive. Mm. You know, this right, is supposed exactly. to be in a serious situation. And I'm thinking, you know, instead of that, you could really put your own one together. So if you did, I'm thinking water. Murphy would be like doubled up on uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree lots with of that. Water, but, lots but of water, lots of hand sanitizer. Your own food thing. Wipe. It's like you have to assume you're not going to have the freezer. Yeah. It's not like grandmother yeah. putting portions. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't talk- park the other car in the garage anymore. <laughs> I'm talking about um, non-perishable. <laughs> okay. Non-perishable, like your famous sausages. Uh, yeah, but That's I mean, saying. five thousand cans of Vienna sausage. It's like really. Uh, I don't know. They're selling it. Isn't that weird though? <sighs> what's missing? What's the question? The question is, what's missing from this? If you were doing missing? an emergency a tent, kit, a shovel. Uh, oh yeah. Matches. A pillow. 
Matches. <laughs> I'm going to have to go online and actually look at these so that I understand. Them. <laughs> I, clearly, I'm going to have to overcome the mental obstacle of the food before I get to the rest. Contains 4,000. Right. 6,200 servings. Sorry. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. All right, what's going on with this Sex in the City 3 movie that Sarah Jessica Parker really wants to do mm-hmm. and um, why Prince Harry's so happy today? That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, I've got Sex in the City 3 news. And when I say 3, I do mean the movie Big Screen. Sam, did you ever see any of the, like the first movie? I never saw the shows. I never saw the movies. What? I know okay. the movie 2 is supposedly really bad. It is really bad. Okay, so let me just tell you this. The first movie is a great movie. And, and you can almost never say this when a television show makes it to the big screen for a movie. Yeah. You could show up to that and watch that first movie and not have watched the show. Oh, okay. They bring you right up to speed with Who's Who, and it's a really good movie. Not for children. Absolutely not for children, but one of the best chick flick. I mean, I literally laughed and cried during it. Didn't now, I had been watching that show for years, and I felt like I knew those women. Didn't they have the prequel, too, for a while there? Yes, they did. Carrie Diaries or something like that. So anyway, the first Sex in the City movie is great. The second one was horrible. It was like they had no storyline. They just made it because they knew audiences would come. Money. And so for a couple of years, even Sarah Jessica Parker has been saying they're looking at a script for Sex in the City 3 and she was always really happy with it. She knows the fans have wanted them to finalize everything and wrap it up with a third movie but the actress Kim Cattrall mm-hmm. okay who plays Samantha in the series has been saying for a year that she doesn't want to do it she doesn't think they should do it and she doesn't want to do it and they're having this back and forth in the media where they're not real happy with each other she doing this for money or she really thinks let's just let it go I don't know why she's doing it she's always she's maintained for at least a year when asked about it that she doesn't want to do it it doesn't want to do a third installment everyone else is on board and wants to do it so they're either going to go forward and replace her or introduce a whole new character or it's not going to happen so a little Real there, yeah. a little cat fight there regarding Sex in the City three, which may or may not ever happen. Okay. I would show up. I would always give those ladies a chance. I've got royal love news, and when I say that, I do mean Prince Harry. Here's the update, everybody. Are they engaged officially? The w- sources are saying they may very well be engaged already. The re- that's the re- would be the reason that she's met the Queen. This is Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle, actress Ma- Meghan Markle, and the reason they've not announced it yet is they're waiting till she finishes filming her American TV show Suits. Uh-huh. So then they can once they announce it, they know it's full on engagement. Gotcha. And a royal engagement is way involved. It's like two full time jobs, but they're both very happy. And apparently, Harry is a hit with Meghan Markle's mother. <laughs> of course. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, uh, Hugh Hefner's story is coming to the big screen in a biopic. Tell you what actor has signed on to play Hugh. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. So be sure to like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. That way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live like Jody did from Carpool the other day. Um, or also follow us on Instagram. That way we can keep up with you all day long. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. And in case you haven't begun the celebration yet, today is National Taco Day. Which ah, even though it's it not could Tuesday. Be every day. It's October the 4th. And this, by the way, is not one of those congressionally passed kind of things or proclamations. This is just really? kind of those, you know, we need something for uh, Wednesday on the calendar. Put it on there. 
So I just what, think are you nat- pushing for this to be a holiday or something? No, it's no. not a holiday. It's just National Taco Day. Just on that calendar that has everything is a. It's also national. Every day is uh, a national celebratory. Some something. kind of vodka day today too is is, is today. Mm. Taco and vodkas. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but to me, it seems like they should have gone with yesterday because everybody does Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Just seems like the day is more important. Well, this than way the they date. get two days in a row. You yeah. could have tacos for two days in a row. So we have compiled a list for you on the website of a number of different uh, Mexican places that are offering deals today. Dollar yeah. tacos, 50 cent small tacos. Uh, Taco Bell has got a $5 box today. And this might be the day to get it because it's a regular taco, a Doritos Locos taco, a Cool Ranch Doritos Loco taco, and a Fiery Doritos Loco taco. Mm. So you get the whole set for five bucks. So no substitutions, I'm guessing. Can't do Why all Doritos you, Locos. Taco. Oh yeah, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't come. Don't be the guy who slows everything down at the yeah. drive-through. And besides, Murphy. November is national. They have a national uh, Nacho Day in November and a national Burrito Day in April. So there you go. So if you if you want that instead, you can mm. wait on those days to come up. Right. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts is cutting back on the number of donuts on their menu. Okay. Uh, you know what? I was always kind of, I was always kind of daunted by that when I walked into a Dunkin'. It's Too many like, choices. Well, yeah, and, and then you actually get hungry for all of them. Yeah. So you know what I mean? What uh, are they taking away? Uh, they take. They've got about three dozen varieties now. They're cutting back to about eighteen, and they're oh. actually going to keep some of the fancy frou frou ones, like the maple with the bacon stuff on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you'll have the basics as well, but they're just cutting back because they said that the restaurants where they've tried this before and cut back, it seems like more people, more business, more volume. The fewer choices makes it easier. Therefore. Happier. Mm-hmm. As long as they keep those me. Bavarian bites, I'll be fine. And don't forget, they're also cutting out donuts from their name. They're trying that one nationwide. Just dunking. Yeah, so we're okay. going to get rid of the donuts, and now we're just dunking. Thank you, food dude. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. So, Jody was talking about that family survival kit thing for like five grand. Yeah. <laughs> 25 years worth of food and 2,800 meals and all that. Uh, actually, I dove into it, Sam. Some yeah. of these delicacies oh, you personally would enjoy. Oh. That's coming up. Coming up next, though, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, David? We have some ideas and suggestions for you, Jody, on something your daughter can do to make some extra cash. Mm-hmm. All right. We love to hear from you, so jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can give us a call there, text there, or get us on Instagram or Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, we've received a message from outside the country. All right. Another one. International. Mm -hmm. Uh Amber says, even out of the country, I get to wake up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sweet. Listening to you guys from Belize this morning. Oh, nice. Wow, your view's better than ours. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say that though. I always we don't get to know. Not with your wife sitting I, I, here. I get to look at my beautiful wife, Jody, every morning. What? So it's, I didn't take it that way. I don't oh. even care. Thank you, Amber. We love hearing from you. Wow, like that. jealous man, Belize. I wonder if we could come do the show from there sometime. Okay, my friend Rachel has been many times. I don't know. It was something to do with her work. Like an archaeological dig or something. I'll have to ask her. We could put that spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, There's crocodiles there. I know that. (laughs) Careful. Okay. All right. Well, Jody, you also posted a picture on our Facebook page of some of your artwork that your youngest daughter, Phoebe, made of some of your your dogs. Well, not my dogs. Okay. Phoebe is very artsy. What's so funny about this is I end up enjoying this so much. And she's just a natural artist. And she also, she loves bully breed dogs like we do we love boxers and pits and she has a special affinity for pits pit bulls and she draws them well and so she did this picture and she sent it to me the other day and i was like she's like i just finished this in art class and it's these two pit bulls facing one another and there it's beautiful and i posted it and then later that night last night she told me 
Murph, did you know that she titled this picture? No. It's one facing the other one. One of them's mm-hmm. being petted and loved and walked, mm-hmm. and the other one's being pulled back and looks sort of aggressive. And the picture title is called Nature or Nurture. Whoa. And she's trying <laughs> to tell a story with the picture about it's the way you treat the dog that will determine the dog's temperament. Wow. Nature versus nurture. Man, that is deep. And I'm deep. like, I'm sorry, I need to sit down a second, <laughs> that's, Yeah, that's, that's the picture. Well, awesome. Christina commented on that picture and said, can you make copies of this painting? Mm. Do you realize how many people would buy a print of this? Ooh. Even framed and hung in a veterinarian's wall would be awesome. Yeah, you know, I've mentioned that kind of stuff to her. I'm like, Phoebe, you know, you could do pictures of people's pets for them. And she's like, she's not interested in that yet. You know, she's not trying to make a buck. Man, <laughs> but, I get her an Etsy account. And I know, cha-ching. but this is her love, so her hobby. I'm so just I don't moved wanna, by the title of it. She told a story. I love Nature that. Nature or Nurture. You can check out the picture still. And thank you for that. Thank you for that comment. We love hearing from you. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next, you know, Jody was talking about the survival kit, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, 2,500 servings and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, there are some freeze-dried delicacies I think we should try, mm. some that you might enjoy. This is the After the Show podcast where we hang out for a little longer, get an extra cup of coffee, and just visit. Um, Sam, you're the only one of us who had watched this three-hour documentary on Netflix about Tom Petty. So what do you know about him that we don't know? He's an American rocker. Uh, Dude. No, it goes all the way back to his days growing up in Gainesville and starting his first bands in Mud Crutch, which is one of his bands there. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a reunion of Mud Crutch you know, in this documentary as well. And I honestly, Tom Petty was always one of those to me, just, you know, a song here and there, a pickup, and I'd like a song here and there. But when you go back and you watch, I guess, the inner workings or why he did what he did and when he mm-hmm. did what he did, mm-hmm. it makes you have a new respect for the guy. Isn't really? it weird how you appreciate, you know, music like that later? Because I'm the same way. I was always kind of a, and I even hate to say that, I don't want to say I was a lukewarm Tom Petty fan. That's I mean, okay. like the big songs, like, I mean, Breakdown, you remember that one? Now these are all like iconic song intros. Mm-hmm. In you know, if you're a classic rock fan, then obviously you know any of those songs. But you know, between the stuff he did in the '70s and then when he came back in the '80s, I was kind of like, ah, okay. But then like later, it's weird. I think you have 90s, to be I'm more like, mature. He's awesome. Yeah, I think that I think is what it is. You have to have a certain level of maturity to appreciate that. That's all. How That's ironic all it is. is it then that when he was talking about pop music, you know, I mean, he he believes pop music is for teenagers, but that rock and roll lives on, and maybe that is what it was at that time. I thought, you know, because I was. A kid wasn't flashy <laughs> enough for you. Maybe that's what I went. But then later, you're like, "Wow, man, what a musician!" And okay, now I get the lyrics. And you know, I'm, mm-hmm. Sam and I are kind of the same. We've never been great lyrics listeners. Oh man, I am. Yeah, man. There's so many good. Like, first of all, the "Here Comes My Girl" song. Oh my god, where he even talks. It is so cool. He's such a cool vibe. But yeah, I just literally grew up. There we go. Thank you, Murph. Um, Oh, that's right. He starts, out, he starts out talking in this song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give it a second. Um, I just always thought he always was classic. Yeah. Like he's, it's almost like he's all, as soon as he landed, he was accepted as a classic. I'm like, oh, man, crank that. And, but also, uh, in watching this documentary, it's you remember, you get to actually sit down for a short period of time and put it all together to realize how long an influence Tom Petty had on music because you know, you know like I was saying you, you might pick up a song or two here and there and it's like oh yeah that was Tom Petty oh yeah that's Tom Petty and then in a three hour span and it's like 
my God, Tom Petty put out so much great music, you know? Yeah. Um, the first album that he released with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was late 70s, and one of the songs from it was American Girl. Mm-hmm. So he started with what some people say is his best. That's my favorite song, oh, you know, American I, Girl. You know, so. I kind of still have that, uh, you know, affinity for the old classic Tom Petty stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I was reading, I've been reading about him last night and this morning, and um, in 2006, he talked about, he dealt with some severe depression and just went away for a while. Yeah. Lived in a cabin, because he didn't want to put that on anybody else. He didn't when want did to, that happen? Uh, early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. That he just, and he, I guess he could afford to do that, because he was a rock and roll legend. I could, everybody can't just do that, but he went away for a while just to deal with his pain. He didn't want to put that on anybody, and he hated to go away, but he did for a while. Right. Until he felt strong enough to come back into the world. He, he never did seem like an overly excitable kind of guy, no. did he? <laughs> but you know what? I, I would think it's probably difficult to go from that sort of superstardom fame, and you really become a part of Americana. But, you know, Americana is constantly changing, too. Yeah. And so, you know, even though you still have a fan base that stays with you, when it changes, trying to He didn't seem to change, alive, though. Yeah, no, I mean... It, it, I, he, you could have fooled me. I never know that he had any. Never knew that he had any issues. But I would assume that's tough for any. I think you could see sort of that. To I, me, icon. I feel like you could have seen that in him. You know, he seemed like somebody who really a troubled person. Not troubled, but just a lot of acceptance and wisdom there. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. something about him. Does that make sense? When I, yeah. And he also he never had to reinvent himself. I know he did some MTV stuff, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. But he embraced it. Well, the video, um, he was the Mad Hatter. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Mad Hatter thing, did that happen around the um, Mary James, Mary James last, last Dance, Dance. Time and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Into uh, the Great Wide Open, when uh, he did uh, a video with Johnny Depp. His reinvention in that the late 80s, I thought that was really impressive because it was all a bunch of rock icons that got mm-hmm. together. Can you imagine how much fun that has to be when that's what you've grown up around? And now now you're in the same studio with George Harrison yeah. from the Beatles and Roy Orbison, this legend, and uh, Jeff Lynne from ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, and all them, you know. And so what happens? The Traveling Wilburys come along. I and, know. Then, and then he gets more, you know, of his own Tom Petty stuff with that Jeff Lynne influence. Yeah. You know, his number one most loved song, though, and most covered, one of the most covered songs in concert by other artists is Free Fallen. Mm-hmm. And that song, honestly, never, it's beautiful and all, but it's not. It's the, never done it for me, you. It doesn't make my heart beat faster like the other stuff. Yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a huge hit in 1989, mm-hmm. but. I remember the it, video, too. Yeah, you're right. It was huge, but it, to me, it wasn't classic Tom Petty, but to somebody, it was. It doesn't make it a bad you're song. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, what I'm saying is his most love, and artists love to cover this. I know, I know John Mayer covers it, and he's not the only one. Anyway. But it's so. a legacy of great music. And you know what's interesting about this, about his passing, is now, once again, as it's done with so many artists, it's going to introduce him to a new generation. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Sam, we would love a Behind the Lyrics on Friday from Tom Petty. Okay. Have fun digging into some of that. Okay. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com. 
All right, so Jody was talking about these survival kits from you know Costco. I don't, I don't know why they're and unless it's because of all the global conflict stuff going on. If that kind of stuff is on people's minds right now, or emergencies but, but that to, yeah, or, yeah, I mean, trap you, or yeah. But I don't know. but some of the stuff it, it, when, when I went to read about it, Sam, just for a little clarification, this this particular kit is just about the food, and it's almost six grand, but it's two thousand eight hundred eighty servings, and um, Man. And, and just so that you know, I mean. It's, if you're buying this much stuff, are you really concerned about it's high in fiber, it's low in fat? <laughs> are you just but, trying to survive? But I, I love gluten free. Yeah, um, but these are food rations that you know you keep in case of emergency. And this particular brand talks about how everything comes in buckets that are easy to store, Ugh. lightweight, yeah. and all you have to do is add water. And the next thing you know, gourmet meals. And they even have a comparison chart to other survival uh-huh. kits. You know, on price, but some of these meals actually sound pretty good. Um, pasta primavera. Mm. Remember, you used to add water. Mm. Uh, Italian pasta with marinara. You can, for breakfast, you can have strawberry cream of wheat or old fashioned pancakes. Maybe this is the survival kit when the when mom's not home or the one who cooks no, is not there. Huh? I don't know. I, th- I think it says that these have a twenty five year shelf life. So, is that's there any water crazy. included in this kit? Or no, if it's I, telling you to mix everything with uh, water. That's your own water. Yeah, boy, that would be the thing that would be awful, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a can opener right. and I don't have water. Right. <laughs> They come in bags, so you know at least you'll be able to get into them. But yeah, Look, you I need just to have brought a water it up source. because I thought this is crazy, interesting. Wouldn't you? Couldn't you compile your own sort of? Yeah. Be you ready but, for a I mean, bad storing situation? That, and then so that's just the beginning. Like Sam said, you would have to have water to store with your twenty-five year yeah. supply of food, and then you're also going to have to have batteries and lights and what else? Uh, something I mean, to generate a flame if you want to cook some of this. Personal stuff. hygiene products. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just wanted to ask the question. It's a crazy question. Some sort of family survival kit. And then where do you put that in your storage unit? That you rent <laughs> for five hundred bucks a month. We're absolutely not ready for anything. I don't even know where the flashlights are. And every time you're looking for something like that, we can't find it. <laughs> your, your, biggest, m- your biggest worry is finding the flashlights. <laughs> We're gonna be here twenty five years. Where are the flashlights? <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you what, actor has signed on to play Hugh Hefner in the biopic, which is, of course, now Mm. going forward. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So director Brett Ratner in Hollywood has had the rights... Yeah, don't let the name get in the way, Ratner. Um, has had the rights to the Hugh Hefner biopic for a while. Mm-hmm. It's gone back and forth in Hollywood. Brett Ratner has wanted to make this biopic since 2007, and he has the rights now. So it's not just because Hugh Hefner just died, but this biopic is going to the big screen. It's in early production. Well, now would be the time to do it. And he has secured actor Jared Leto to play Hugh Hefner. Now, Jared Leto can do anything. Maybe you know him best as the Suicide Squad Joker. <laughs> or maybe from the yeah. Dallas Buyers Club or maybe from for his music career. Mm-hmm. But he can really do anything. He's almost too pretty, isn't he? <laughs> Well, he He's can, so beautiful. Yeah, but he can, with the makeup and all that, ugly himself yeah. up. So Jared Leto signed on now to play Hugh Hefner in a biopic, which will be coming. It's it's an early production, so maybe a couple of years. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You know, Lisa called us earlier, and she was our good thing today about the Cuddler program, where she works 
um, at a, a children's hospital mm-hmm. where there are volunteers who come in to cuddle babies, mm-hmm. the babies who are sick and need human contact, but you know their parents are working or for whatever reason can't be there as much. And there, so there's a cuddler program. How cool is that? I mean, they're probably they're probably all over the place. If you if something you want to yeah. look into, um, you know, and the thought of doing that. I think just the thought of doing that, picturing myself doing that, makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. It calms me down. Now there was a time yeah. when when our firstborn was brand new, and it was almost it was almost too much at one point. Like it always made me feel good, and it was wonderful to hold him. I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it, making the hand. I'm pretending yeah. I'm holding something. Um, but there are times in your life when it's probably even better when the stress of of new motherhood is on you is is a little bit stressful although it feels wonderful later in life when that's the stress that's behind you probably even better well it's probably sex snuggle because babies. then you're reminiscent at that point too partially and, then <sighs> and part you of it, know I think that it's just, all going to be okay yeah, and i think part of it is just natural human contact the basics of the basics you know what i mean mm. nurturing something that needs nurturing i love holding babies that's, well it's part of the reason that whenever the day does come that i become a grandparent yes yeah, i'm i think i'm gonna look forward to it of course yeah. not just that okay you take them back it's yours now yeah. well with but, five kids you've got a fighting <laughs> chance at it you haven't been able to do it in a long time and you can appreciate it now some news from the world of selena gomez can't keep my hands to myself who's she on the weekend still going strong looks like it and it appears that she's recovering just fine after her kidney transplant that was earlier this year and she didn't let the world in on that until what a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. where we realized that okay that's kind of why she went away it wasn't some sort of remember we thought it was some sort of Breakdown, like right. emotional breakdown. Oh, there are a well, million rumors: breakdown, <laughs> chemical dependency, stress. You name right. it. Right, and um, she has lupus, and she's been very vocal about that. In fact, she's drawing a lot of attention and light on you know this what she's lived with, and she's going to continue to do that. So apparently, during this whole time when she went away and had her kidney transplant earlier this year, she was having it filmed and documented all of it. That means how she Very felt personal. this you know what she was dealing with medically and emotionally um the decision to have the kidney transplant probably her personal life you know so maybe the weekend she documented it all and it's going to uh come out in a film next year there will be and we don't know if that means netflix amazon big screen yeah. youtube you know she'll handle that because she probably can form her own production company but there will be a film about selena gomez's it's a document my documentary film about her having a kidney transplant and she's doing it to shed more light on lupus up to date with jody's hollywood outsider Thank you for making us part of your workday. And uh, look, you can also hang out with Murphy, Sam, and Jody in the afternoon. That's because we do something called After the Show. You get that exclusively when you subscribe absolutely free to the podcast. Yeah, coming up today after the show, guess what, Murphy? Uh, we're going to play school and you're going to be the teacher because Yay! we want you to explain something to us. That's me, that's Sam, that's producer David. Okay, I hope uh, I know what I'm doing. You know, like the Google Cloud and Dropbox. We keep getting stomped, mm. so we'd like a little office help from... Mr. Manager Murphy. Let's do that after the show. This one's going to be a long one.